0: Hi and welcome to this episode of my podcast. My name is Kalsun Butt and I specialize in training medical professionals how to get the score they need in IELTS or OET so that they can get their dream job, take their career to the next level and start living their best life with their families by providing them with bigger and better opportunities. Before I start with the main topic for this week's episode, I just want to make sure you are aware of how you can use this podcast to your maximum advantage. This is no ordinary podcast. You can use this podcast by number one, simply listening to the podcast to get some advice that will help you in your IELTS or OET preparation. Number two, you can actively listen to this podcast to improve your listening skills. I try to keep it short. I know you guys are very busy people, but you can use it for focused listening practice. So you can use the show notes, which is a complete transcript of each episode. You can read the episode as you listen and analyze the language, learn new words or phrases, practice your pronunciation or intonation. Number three, also included in the show notes, are comprehension style questions, usually not every episode, but mostly. These you can use um, by reading the transcript and using your skimming and scanning techniques to answer the questions. Answers are provided at the end, but you can also check your answers by listening to the podcast again. Number four, you can use it as a listening test and answer the same comprehension style questions while listening. And number five, I also include a brief analysis of some of the words or phrases that I've used in the podcast which you can learn. It's up to you how you would like to use this tool. Please remember to share and subscribe. Um, and make sure you know with other colleagues perhaps so that they can benefit from this podcast too I've also in the show notes left my email address for you to contact me and um, a link to my LinkedIn account uh, where I'm normally helping my students um, and, and you can follow my work there Okay, so let's look at 10 reasons why you're probably not getting the score you need in either IELTS or OET. Um, As an IELTS or OET student, are you making any of these mistakes? So I'm going to go through these 10 mistakes and I want you to think, uh, you know, is this you? Are you making one of these mistakes? So try to be really honest with yourself um and see if you can identify any of these mistakes in your preparation or in the way you are thinking um, And is it something that could be stopping you so i talk a lot about the students that have passed with me over the years but what about the students that fail to get the score that they need what are they doing wrong um you know it's just important as important to look at what works um and what helps you get the score that you need, you know, it's just as important to look at that as it is to look at the things that don't work, that will stop you from getting the scores that you need, that are the wrong things. So I've worked with many medical students over the years, um, and, you know, I've, I've narrowed it down to these main reasons. So let's see if any of these mistakes, um, you know, that you're making any of these mistakes. So the first one is overconfidence. Um, it's harsh, but it's true. Um, I'm just going to say it like it is. Um, as doctors and nurses, you are all very intelligent people, and you've studied complicated subjects to a very high level. And this can mean that you tend to overcomplicate simple things and you make the test much harder than it needs to be. You tend to overthink things like grammar structures, uh, vocabulary. You try to use overcomplicated uh, vocabulary and structures. Um, And this has a huge impact on your scores, so there has to be a balance, you need to be confident in your abilities, you need to have confidence in yourself, but you need to realize that you have to put the hard work in, in order to get the score you need, so let me give you a quick example. Um, uh, Students who take OET. especially doctors you know they might write write uh, referral letters or discharge letters every single day and they have done for years and it works absolutely fine and the letter is brilliant it you know gets the point across it's absolutely fine no problems at all but then when it comes to the OET test and the writing test some of some some of students tend to think, well, I already know how to write these letters. I you know, I don't need to practice. I already know I do it every day uh, for my work. Um, I don't need to practice. Um, and that's wrong. That's a sign that you're overconfident. What you don't realize is that you have to write the letter according to OET, according to the marking criteria. Um, and you know that's what's going to help you pass your writing not the way you do it at work so there there is an element of confidence that needs to be there but there also has to be an element where okay you don't know how to get the score that you you need for oet writing so therefore there's hard work that needs to be put in there um, and to change what you do in order to get the score that you need so you you there has to be confidence there, but not overconfidence. Overconfidence will stop you getting the school that you need. OK, no implementation. So it's kind of linked to point one. Um, some of you feel that just by watching a few lessons online or joining a course or listening or reading to a few things here and there will help you get the score you need. That, you know, somehow um you will absorb all that information into your brain um, without you having to do any extra work so that on test day you think you should be able to get the score you need and i see this a lot oh no i listen to english every single day i read every day but are you implementing what you learn Um, you know they say you know students say you know i've listened to all these watched all these youtube videos and that's brilliant but how much are you implementing How much are you actually learning? So you must use what you learn in your practice and make sure that you use the knowledge you have learned correctly. So for example, if you've learned some new words, um, make sure you use them correctly and appropriately in your writing or your speaking practice. So it's one thing learning it, um, you have to then practice it and make sure that you're practicing it properly, correctly, and appropriately. Bad time management. Um, I understand that you are all really busy people. You work long shifts, you have family commitments, and it seems like, you know, it's an impossible task to make time to prepare for the test. So you just do whatever preparation, whenever you can, with no real plan, um, no real focus, um, then you go for the test and you don't get the school that you need. So this is one of the, the first things when a student comes to me, when they join my membership or they join my course, the first thing I get my students to do is plan their time. You must plan your time. Um, you, know, you must have some kind of control over your time. Otherwise, it will have control over you. You must find pockets of time to study um throughout your week and you can find pockets of time to study even if it's just five ten minutes and this is how, what i show my students um, how to do that how to structure their week so that they have these pockets of time in in every single day of their week no matter how busy they get to have you know five ten minutes of study every single day and or sometimes more if they really plan well, and then I get them to plan exactly what they're going to do and what they're going to focus on in those pockets of time every single day. And that's how you manage your time. Um, and, you know, it's the famous saying, if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. It's, and it's as simple as that. The students that plan, work out what they need to focus on and when they're going to focus on it and practice it during their week, they are the ones that do well and get the score that they need listening to bad advice and looking for shortcuts the shortcut way of doing something uh, it's never going to get you the score that you need Um, there's lots of bad advice out there Um, by out there i mean on the internet Um, like you know for example one that i see all the time is learning lists of vocabulary that you must use in the test, whether that's IELTS or for OET. Um, memorizing templates, so for IELTS memorizing essays and essay structures. Uh, for OET, memorizing letters, complete letters. Um, that's or, you know all this does is distract you from what you should be doing from you know it's distracting you from doing the real work Um, that's not going to get you the score that you need you are just completely wasting your time so the first thing you need to understand and to acknowledge is that not all advice is good advice and you need to be able to differentiate between the good uh, good advice from the bad advice and you know you need to check the advice Uh, you see online against the official website, so the OET official website, the IELTS official website, so the British Council, IDP, these are um, the people that own the tests. Uh, You need to match the information to what they are telling you. That's how you'll know that's um, the advice that you've seen is correct or not. Look at the marking criteria, um, and that's the key really. Um, to the test. And again, you know, this is something I teach in my course. There's a whole module for the IELTS and the OET course on just the marking criteria for the speaking and for the writing test. And you know the marking criteria is all you need to focus on that's what the examiner is looking at when they are marking your test paper so that's all you need to worry about. If you hear or read something or somebody tells you something that is not on that marking criteria or is not on the official website, then you just ignore that advice. And you need to find a credible teacher to get proper feedback. And feedback is really, really important. You need to know where you are, what level you are at. You know, you can practice, 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 but how will you know you've improved? Especially when it comes to the speaking and the writing, you need someone to assess you. Um, And, you know, this is really, really important. Just doing exam questions. So the next two points are linked. Um, so just focusing on practicing exam questions. So the problem with this is that by doing this alone, so only doing this will not help you to improve, especially if you've been able to get the score that you need previously. So you, you've taken the test a few times. Um, if that's the case, then there are some underlying problems you need to deal with. Um, in order for you to improve so if you've done the test again and again and again and you are just not getting the score that you need it means that there are some underlying issues that you're not looking at you're not focusing on the actual problem Um, and you know practicing test questions that of course is very important but it's not if it's the only thing you do then it's not going to help you to improve So you need to balance this with skill practice, improving your vocabulary, your grammar, your pronunciation. So by skill practice, I mean your listening skills, your writing skills, your uh, reading skills, your speaking skills, um, your fluency, your pronunciation, all those kinds of things. Um, So there has to be a balance between exam question practice and this skill practice. So that leads me on to the next point which is skills practice, so your reading, your listening skills, your speaking skills, your writing skills, vocabulary, improving your vocabulary um, the right way, not just learning lists, improving your grammar, your pronunciation, Um, and again, likewise, just focusing on these skills alone will not help you. there needs to be a balance, like I said, between the exam practice and the skills practice. So you need to spend time practicing these skills, um, increasing your vocabulary and and, and your pronunciation and so on. And, And really what you need to do is identify your weak areas and focus on improving them. So if you are consistently not getting the score for reading you need to identify where you're going wrong you know look at the transcript and this is the same for the the listening go to the transcript um, and analyze the questions you've got wrong why have you made that mistake what did you miss what are you not understanding are you making the same mistakes again and again and again Um, is there a pattern so you know that Clearly shows then that there are underlying issues there that you need to focus on. Those are your weak areas you need to focus on. Number seven, not getting expert feedback or asking non experts or not asking anyone to analyze your writing or assess your speaking, especially. How will you know if you are test ready if you don't get expert feedback? With the reading and listening, it's, it's a little bit different. You can kind of see where, what what score you're getting and like I mentioned before you can analyze your mistakes and improve from there but with the writing and the speaking you have to be assessed by an expert Um, otherwise how will you know if you are ready to take the test how will you know what you need to improve on and how to improve it unless you ask an expert so you have to get an experienced teacher to analyze your level And they will, a good teacher will identify the areas you need to improve on and actually show you what you need to do to improve on those things. Number eight, not listening to expert feedback. So some students actually do go to the expert and get the the feedback, but then they just completely ignore what they've been told. They completely ignore the the feedback that they're given. Some students get the expert advice. and totally ignore it yeah so all I can say to you is you know good luck to you (laughs) if you're not going to listen to the advice then you really don't stand a chance so if you want to improve you must identify what you are doing wrong and improve those areas and only an expert can tell you that Um, otherwise you'll keep making the same mistakes again and again and again and that's the last thing you want to do you don't want to waste your time and you definitely don't want to waste your hard-earned money this next one number nine is quite a big one booking your test before you are ready or keep taking the test again and again Um, you know trying to play the numbers game uh, thinking the more you take the test the more likely you are to pass Um, and all you're really doing is wasting your time your money Um, you are just making yourself more and more frustrated and at the end of the day what it does is just completely demotivates you and i see this happening so much Um, you know students who have taken the test multiple times seven eight nine times um, and it it, is there's just no point booking the test before you are ready Um, like i said you're just wasting your time increasing your frustration wasting your money Um, And it it just makes you feel completely demotivated, like you can't do it, like it's impossible, Uh, like the test is a fraud, I hear that a lot as well, IELTS is a fraud, OET is a fraud, it's a money making machine. really, all it comes down to is that you are just not ready to take the test. So what you need to do, like I mentioned before, is get your expert advice. Find out what you need to focus on, what you need to improve and how you need to improve it. Improve, actually implement that advice. Check your level again. So have you actually improved? Um, Getting feedback again once more. If you are getting the score you need in a mock test, um, and you know that expert that you go to is happy with what you are doing, the level you are at, then book your test, and you know keep practicing until your test date as well. Um, don't just give up. Keep practicing. Um, a lot of students they do a mock test two months before um, they book their test, and they just stop practicing for those two months up until the test you need to keep practicing you need to keep polishing those skills um, and making sure you're maintaining that level because you forget things um, if you leave it for that long and number 10 nerves (laughs) Um, it's understandable there is a lot of pressure to pass um, to get your dream job, to take your career to the next level and provide bigger and better opportunities um, for your family. Um, it can also be peer pressure as well um, and other colleagues that, who have already passed and you're thinking, oh, why can't I pass? The pressure can be overwhelming. And I've seen so many competent students who could pass the IELTS or the OET, you know, they could pass it in their sleep. But on the test day, nerves got the better of them and it all fell apart. Um, So you must be um, confident in your abilities, but not overconfident. Um, As long as you've done the work, And you've avoided the mistakes that i've mentioned you've improved you've followed advice you'll be fine you must believe in yourself so you know as long as you've prepared you've improved your weak areas you've got that expert advice you're getting the score you need in the mock tests um, and you're practicing you know you'll be absolutely fine so you know believe in yourself and be confident um there will always be an element of nerves on test day that's understandable there's not going to be anything you can do about that but you know as long as you have prepared and done everything you possibly can that should give you confidence on test day as well okay so which of these mistakes are you making or have you made um be honest Don't waste your time and money and cause unnecessary stress for yourself. Um, You know, analyse your past test results. Go back over your tests that you have done and analyse them. What areas of the test are you not confident with? Um, Are there certain parts of the test that you consistently score low on? have a look at those answers why are you making the mistakes are you making the same mistakes is there a pattern to your mistakes Um, and you know I try to identify your weak areas yourself and be honest with yourself as well really think about um, what areas of the test you don't feel confident when you're doing them so for example if the speaking test um, is something that really makes you feel nervous and you know you have problems um, with the fluency that you keep pausing unnaturally and there's long unnatural pauses when you speak you know that's something that you need to work on you know try recording yourself and listening back you know record yourself on your phone and and listen back to yourself answering an IELTS question or an OET question how do you sound are you confident where are you making the mistakes are you making long pauses you know analyze yourself and pick up how you're feeling are you feeling confident when you're doing this or you know and analyze why always analyze yourself and think why why am I making the mistake why am I feeling like this and you know you need to work on those areas because those are the areas that are stopping you from getting the score that you need so don't waste your time and money and like I said you know causing extra stress for yourself and make you know, achieving your dream harder than it needs to be. I really hope you enjoyed this video. If you have any questions, you can always just drop me a DM here, or you can just uh, email me at iTutor at gmail.com.